Got one hot take, sizzle, sizzle. Hot take, sizzle, sizzle. Um, is he actually does feel emotions? He's just suppressing them. They said it's not like he doesn't feel them. Oh, they said that fuck. explicitly. <laughs> Remember the whole speech about his emotions and like he suppressed his powers, which led to his emotions becoming suppressed. See, I'm right already, yep. bro. <laughs> Good job. You watched the episode. <laughs> Hello and welcome to a new arc of My First Anime. For the next handful of weeks, we will be discussing One's Mob Psycho 100. I am your host, Chris Bailey. Salvador, also known as Monkey. And I am Anthony Vaught. If you have listened to the show before, welcome back. Thank you for coming back. If you have not, um, basically what we try to do here is we are like a book club style podcast for anime where we take it through episode to episode and really try to mine as much out of everything as we can. Um, and when we started, and I guess technically in perpetuity, we have three different levels of anime expertise here with me being somewhere in the middle, uh, Sal being the one who has seen the most anime and Anthony back in the very first episode had effectively seen none. That pretty much sums it up. Yeah, keeping with our, in a way, I guess, traditions of trying to maintain some semblance of first, this would be the closest thing to a shonen that we've done so far. Um, and other than probably like childhood experience with like Dragon Ball Z or whatever, this would be Anthony's first shonen. Uh, with the caveat that it is very much the kind of thing that plays with genre types oh he did watch naruto though that's the thing oh really yeah he did watch um, Naruto. yeah i well i i did for like oh god this was after college or maybe during college i watched up until pervy sage like as soon as he got introduced i think i stopped watching gotcha. and i just couldn't handle it anymore i am an adult man and he's explaining to me the basics of fucking just everything and I lost it. <laughs> you know what Sonin is, right, Anthony? Uh, I do now, actually, that we talked about it off screen <laughs> the yeah. other night. One of you mentioned it, like, Shonen literally translates to, like, like for young men or something like that. For young boys. Young boys, yeah. Sonin is for young men. Okay. But, yeah, um, good God. Yeah, some are way worse about it than others. I'm just saying, I would not classify this as a Shonen, but it is classified as one. I think it, I mean, it's... It very much, from what I can tell so far, is playing with shonen tropes, at least. Yeah. Um, being from one who, uh, his big claim to fame was One Punch Man, which I guess we can bridge that into talking about our experience with Mob Psycho. Um, it's been kind of on my list for a while, but I, I thought it wasn't over. So I over. didn't want to watch it. Well, like even the manga or the webcomic or whatever, is that over? Yeah, it's been over for like three years now. Oh, okay. But the anime is not over. No, it's not over. Okay, so that's why I didn't want to watch it, because I like things that are over. Uh, oh, no, that makes sense, but I really want to watch Mob Psycho, which is why we're watching it. Yeah, um, I did watch the first season of One Punch Man, really enjoyed it. 
Uh, didn't get around to the second season because I heard very uh, disparaging things. Uh, anyone else? Mob Psycho? Uh, I have read all of the manga or webcomic. I think it's a webcomic. I think I read the ma- webcomic. And um, I am currently reading One Punch Man. And I'm just going to say this right now. I love Mob Psycho a lot better than One Punch Man. One Punch Man is good, though. I did not watch the second season because the animation is so fucking bad. But something you have to remember is one is actually a really good storyteller. I don't know if you noticed, Anthony, but one is um is a really good storyteller, but he does not know how to draw. So his webcomics are actually pretty bad looking. And if you look through our um, in Mob Psycho, you can see some of his drawings. Like they were and then so- that's One Punch Man you're talking about? That's One Punch Man and Mob Psycho. Yeah, okay. So some of his drawings do show up and they're really bad, but it's just it's basically telling you it's not all about the drawings, it's about the story, which is why one is so popular. Gotcha. Yeah. Although I think uh Mob Psycho was actually published in like Shonen Sundays or something. I think so. Anthony, any previous uh knowledge with Mob Psycho? Uh not a whole lot. I have um well, typically being fairly new to anime, this is maybe a, what, like sixth or seventh. Mm, yeah, probably about that. Something around those numbers, maybe a little bit more. But uh, so I, I have a short list, and I do believe it's on there. Really, um, it's okay. farther down on my list, but it is on there. Yeah. It's very highly regarded. Oh, it's so good. That's probably why, because like I said, I, I've already touched this before, but all I have to go off is in passing stuff that you've said while we're playing video games together. And <laughs> sure. And like Reddit lists and waifu guides and <laughs> all that fun stuff that you can find abundantly on the internet. So I have come across it, but other than that, man, I got nothing. All right. Uh, as Owens has said, though, uh, this is a book club podcast, but uh, every arc, somebody picks the anime we're watching, and this is my pick, Mob Psycho. So he didn't say that, just just saying that right now. Right. Because I love Mob Psycho. A <laughs> hundred. Um... Something else I like to do at the top of every series and make everyone else suffer through is I like to talk about the voice actors for the principal characters. I don't think it's suffer. It's, it's good credit, right? Yeah, it's fantastic credit. But uh, before we get into Mob Psycho, even though I fucking love it so much, Anime Minute. Oh, yes, sorry. Anime Minute. So uh, I briefly talked about this last time, which... Again, if you're new, you don't have the context of. But I finished reading Alice in Borderland. Was it good? Yeah, it's it's a really good one of those if you like the death game genre. I don't think I love the ending for like in a literal or metaphorical sense. Mostly a literal sense. Uh, it, it, it's a weird one to, to like kind of think about. It's good. Um yeah, it, it, yeah, there's not much to say about it without like talking about it like super in depth, which would be pointless. If you like one of those, if you like that genre, totally recommend um, Alice in Borderland. The only other thing I did, again, something else I briefly touched on, uh, finally got caught up on One Piece because they hit chapter 1000. Finally. Man, One Piece fucking rules. It's so good. Nami had another Luffy is going to be Pirate King moment, and mm, those always hit. Uh, then Luffy had his I'm going to be fucking Pirate King moment. Eh, eh, one Piece is so goddamn good. That's it. That's all I got. 
my my anime minute uh i have read the 1000 chapter of one piece and it was good um i fi- i finally finished the fucking anime uh my life is real that's what it's fucking called i was so disappointed i was so disappointed in the last three episodes Oh my gosh, it went so light and novel tropey. I just I, I got I just got on my phone and just was just like reading the subtitles and getting back on my phone because I was just so fucking bored. Like they announced the villain in the end of the show. And I was just like, why? But something good that came that came out this weekend, which is gonna date us. Konosuba season three got announced. I'm so fucking happy. I'm so happy. As you guys I don't know if you guys know or not, if you guys haven't been listening. Kono Super is in my top five. Also, Mob Psycho, top five. And I'm so excited that Kono Super Season 3 is coming out. And also, Shaman King. That's coming out, too. I don't know when it's coming out, but I'm I'm excited, too. I'm just excited for 2021. (laughs) That's it. Anthony, anything? Uh, No, my anime minute, as per the usual, is not really anime-based. I've been just playing and grinding on a bunch of games on my free time. Let's see. I finally started Raft, which has been out for a while now, but oh, it's been fun. Yeah, me and you have been playing that. That's been fun. Yeah, and then also me and you have been playing Deep Rock Galactic a lot. Yep, we've and been playing that. I'm not playing with you. I'm playing Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah. Which everyone can insert their side here if they'd like. I get it. None it's of buggy. this is anime. I know, but that, that's all I got, bro. <laughs> I'm not going to have an anime minute until I finish Cyberpunk. <laughs> okay, let's get into Mob Psycho 100. I'm going to talk about voice actors. <laughs> Again, disclaimer, this is a show I'm not familiar with. I went off a list of main characters, I think, from Wikipedia. So if I'm including people who should not be included or excluding somebody, it's going to be far too late to tell me by the time this episode comes out, so live with it, I guess. <laughs> so we'll start with uh, Shige- Shigeo Kageyama. Oh, actually, real quick. Uh, sub across the board for us? Yep. Any- anyone dub? Uh, no, I went dub. Yeah, okay. Uh, well, to be fair, well, you guys are watching Crunchyroll, I'm assuming, right? Yeah. yeah. So I had a inter- uh, long story with a uh, canceled debit card, so my Crunchyroll expired, and I already have HBO, and I was like, fuck it, I'll just watch on HBO, and it's, I, think, I think it's only dub. Yep, because I tried to watch it on HBO, and it was only dub, because the Crunchyroll app, honestly, is dog shit. But, oh, it's so, so bad, I was dude. like, you know what? I'm going to watch dub. I, I uh, put on the first episode, and I was watching it in German. Okay, that is your fault, actually. But, uh, so, Shigeo Kageyama, or Mob. In the Japanese, he is Setsuo Ito, who did not have a lot of roles. Like, very, very few. Maybe the least I've seen since we started doing this thing. In the English, uh, Kyle McCarley, who is Mikazuki August from Iron-Blooded Orphans. Uh, Ryo Asuka from Devilman Crybaby. Pariston from Hunter Hunter, Tao from Carol and Tuesday, which we're going to have like the whole goddamn crew from Carol and Tuesday in this show. Uh, Narancha from Golden Winds. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. 9S from uh, Near Automata. Who's this? Oh, this is uh, Mob. The English, right? Yes, this is the English. Uh, okay, okay. And uh, Aiseki Gahara from 13 Sentinels, which I'm going to keep beating this from. That game fucking rules. Go play it. Next, we have Arataka Reagan. In the Japanese, he is Takahiro Sakurai. He is Griffith from Berserk. McGillis Farreed from Iron-Blooded Orphans. Hell Ro- yeah, so cool. <laughs> Rohan Kishibe from Diamond is Unbreakable. Akateru Tsukushima from Haikyuu, I believe. He was Haikyuu. I don't remember who that guy is. He's like a, he's someone's older brother. He's like a captain for a couple seasons. I don't know. I tried to look it up to see if he was important. He seemed it. 
Cloud Strife from all iterations of Cloud's appearances. Uh, Crow Armbrust from Trails of Cold Steel. And one that I think is fun for me, Sion uh, Barzad from The Bouncer, the PS2 game. That game is like a big nostalgia button for me. Uh, the English for Reagan is Chris Niosi, who the only role that he had that stood out to me was Shia Poof from Hunter x Hunter, who is one of the um, the big three Chimera Ant guys. He's like the butterfly dude. Next, we have Dimple. Uh, the Japanese, Akio Otsuka. And this motherfucker, dude, is like the biggest badass in voice acting, apparently. Oh, really? Apparently, dude. He Okay, so he's... He's Blackbeard from One Piece. Oh my god. He's Bato from uh Standalone Complex or Ghost in the Shell. Uh he's Wamu from <laughs> JoJo. Oh my god. Really? He's yeah. Wamu? He's Ram? He's Wamu. Uh he's All for One from My Hero. He's Gus Goldman from uh Carolyn Tuesday. He's motherfucking Solid Snake. The original Solid Snake. <laughs> This this is a star-studded cast. That's what I'm saying. Uh, Ansem from Kingdom Hearts. Eh? <laughs> uh, Koichi Adachi from Yakuza Like a Dragon. Um, and then I usually don't include this stuff, but this guy plays like every action movie badass we, ha- we have over here, he dubs for them. Like he does fucking Liam Neeson, Wesley Snipes, Samuel Jackson, uh, Denzel Washington, Antonio Banderas, Vin Diesel. Oh my god. He also does Nick Cage, which is hilarious. So yeah, Akio Otsuka fucking out there doing it. The English is Michael Sarici, who actually did not have any roles that stood out to me. Next, we have Ritsu Kagayama. The Japanese is Miyu Arino. Who's that? <laughs> Koshi Sugawara. I don't remember any of these fucking... Who the fuck is Koshi Sugawara? I feel like this is one I wrote for you. This is another, this is, Koshi Sugawara is another haiku. Uh, Roddy from Carolyn Tuesday. He is Haku, not from Naruto, from uh, Spirited Away, and Sora from Kingdom Hearts. The English is Max Middleman. He does Saitama from One Punch Man. Meruem from Hunter x Hunter. McBurn and Lecter from the first three Trails of Cold Steel games, but not the fourth one for some reason. Uh, Ryuji from Persona 5 and Claude from Valkyria Chronicles 4. Next, we have Teruki Hanazawa. Japanese is Yoshitsugu Matsuoka. Uh, the only role that stood out to me, he has a lot, I think, but the only one I noticed was Kirito, who is the main character of Sword Art Online, a show I've never seen. Uh, English is Eric Scott Kimmerer, who does Piotr from uh, Carolyn Tuesday, and Seko from uh, Golden Wind. Seko. Uh, the the mud man. Oh, that guy. Ooh, that guy. Yeah, okay. the crazy dude. This character we haven't met, but he's the only one, so I'm just going to blast through him. Uh, Sho Suzuki is done in the Japanese by Sachi Koryu, who is Azi Furumin from Iron Blood Orphans. In the English, Casey Mongillo, who we have previously discussed as Shinji Akari in the Netflix adaptation of Evangelion. And finally, we have Tomei Kurata, who in the Japanese is Atsumi Tanazaki, who does Mayu from uh, Death Parade, 
And in the English, it is Shirami Lee, who we very, very recently discussed as Amane Suzuha from Steins Gate. Oh. I know her. Wait, yeah. Yeah. Part-time warrior. Yeah. That is what we've got for the cast. Big one. Luckily, there are only a couple people with big lists. We can get into episode one, self-proclaimed sidekick Reagan Arataka and Mob. Uh, we open on a shadow figure doing battle with a bunch of colorful looking monsters. And occasionally we see a number counting up until it hits 100 and there is an explosion. Um... I mean, do do we just want to talk about visuals now? <laughs> well, what are you going to say about it? Because I fucking love it, but I don't know what your take on it is. Yeah, I think okay. I really like the visuals in this so far. Um, I, I do really like the the uh, the trippier stuff for sure. But some of it feels like they're trying to stylize in a way to hide budget, but it doesn't work. And other times it actually feels really stylized. So I don't know. So it, it's been, some of it's not hit for me. Oh. So I really enjoy most of the animation, except when they get all like, not like sweaty, but like startled. And like, it's just like butter on their face now. Yeah. <laughs> like like just dots of, like, I, that's the only thing. And, and I like, and it takes me out so hard. But besides that, I like the animation. Oh no, they, uh, they do so much different kind of animations in this. Um, who? Well, you forgot what company did this? Is it Mad? Who does Bones. This? Who does One Punch Man? Or who did the fourth season of One Punch Man? Uh, I don't know. I feel like that might have been a Mad. Yeah, but yeah, they did so many different animation styles in uh, Mob Psycho because, like, One Punch yeah, Man was, was like the biggest thing that came out that year. But one of the biggest things, and so Bones is like, yeah, well. We did pick up the we, we did pick up Mob Psycho. Let's let's do some fun stuff with it. And so like the animation is actually really different from everything else because like they do, they do like charcoal drawings instead and stuff like that. I don't know if you guys notice it, but it's like completely different from anything else. Yeah. Oh, okay. Bones didn't take over One Punch Man. No, no, it was a garbage company that took yeah, over it was One Punch JC Man. JC staff. Yeah. We get a quick explanation of sidekicks. It's. We know what psychics are. There's people with psychic powers. They fight ghosts. Welcome to anime. Espos. Yeah, espers. We meet Reagan. Reagan. What do you think of the sound design? Because we're going to be hearing this sound a bunch of times. Uh, Nothing really stood out to me. Okay. No. He is running his spirits and such consultation office, which, good business model. <laughs> good business model? <laughs> what? <laughs> what do you mean? He handles spirits and such. Like, yeah, and so, oh my god. <laughs> what else do you need? I think I met Orange's favorite character. <laughs> I don't think Reagan is my favorite character. I think there's actually at least two other characters I like more right now. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. He's do he's doing his consultation. You know, it's very clear that this dude's like a scam artist. Um we get a lot of Anthony's favorite style of animation in this scene, I think. Uh, then he's, he eventually takes this couple that he's consulting about the the spirit. They're going back to their building, and he talks about the butt chin goblin. Oh my gosh! No, and the no, boyfriend's no. like, "You just made fun of that man for no reason." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, the fact is, he he's going down to deals of what this takes, whatever it is, and it's like the last one is like, and we guarantee the spirits are gonna go away this time, like that. Oh yeah, and. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then the wife's like, oh, that's cool. But the guy's like, yeah, this is like total bullshit. And Reagan's like, wait, are you saying your wife is like making all this up? And he's like, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying Reagan's bullshit. <laughs> it's so good. And then he points at the wrong uh, the wrong haunting house. Yeah. <laughs> because he's like, that's fine. He's so getting stupid. big readings from that one, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah big readings from that <laughs> house. But it's that one. That one, too. Oh, and he he also will fix the uh, the woman's face with this. Um, with <laughs> oh this yeah, exorcism. yeah, it'll fix the woman. Jesus Christ, this man, he needs to chill. <laughs> he, he's doing the business, dude. There's nothing wrong with their face. <laughs> uh, we get inside the building. We're looking for the ghost, and the people start to believe it because Reagan's getting real spooked. But turns out he just doesn't like cockroaches. I thought, oh no, the ghost does appear. It's a ceiling crasher. But don't worry, we'll hit him with this special move, Salt Splash. <laughs> God, the description of his moves is just ridiculous. His moves might be, in generally, in general, my favorite thing about the show so far. His yeah. special moves. Yeah, the Salt Splash. Salt Splash is good. Uh, he just throws table salt everywhere. <laughs> I mean, he's trying to be a better con artist, at least. Like, you know, he... he I mean, it's also dude not, i don't it's know it's also I, I don't know if you guys notice but they do hands really fucking well in this show i don't know if you notice uh owens but the hands are so fantastic i did Whenever not they, notice yeah you, you watch hands watch hands on mob cycle watch reagan's hands watch everybody's fucking hands it's so good they put so much details in hands <laughs> i will look at people's hands more like a <laughs> pervert reagan calls mob and while we're waiting for mob, everyone's just kind of hanging out, being real chill, even the spirit. Yeah, he just like, what? No, everyone's just like, yeah, we'll just wait for mob. We'll see what he's about. <laughs> uh, mob shows up and just blows up the spirit real quick. And we kick into our opening. It is 99 by Mob Choir. How do we feel about 99? Uh, personally, uh, I'll go first. Uh, I wish they didn't count. <laughs> I want to like head bob and then they're like, one, two, three. I was like, God, God damn it. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, two, three, two, three. I was like, fucking stop. You, you know, the whole anime is all about counting, right? Uh, no, it's no one actually counts in the anime. He can't even. <laughs> the only thing he can do is arithmetic. He can't even multiply. <laughs> um, I don't know. It, it sounds pretty good. Maybe eventually I'll get over the counting. But at the moment, I'm 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 I'm. I'm good. I enjoy the counting, actually. <laughs> that said, I agree. Um, it's fine. I think it's definitely skippable for me, and I very likely will not be adding it to Spotify. I uh, guess who has this on Spotify? This guy does, and I fucking love it. And also, all the animation is fucking great in this show. On um, what's called the opening is really good. The animation's good, yeah. After that, we cut back to Reagan's office. Mob is getting paid his pittance of 300 yen. Which is what, like three bucks, right? Three or four bucks? Uh, I don't know. It's probably, yeah, probably something like that. Point is, it is not much money. Dude's no. getting ripped off. <laughs> and it's, he, he gets paid hourly. So it's like he, he goes and, uh, he goes and exercises the spirit. And Reagan's like, yeah, well, you know, the spirit only like, you only did like 30 minutes of work, but since I'm nice, I give you a full hour. My man can't even get a per <laughs> spirit salary. <laughs> There's a good bit 
where Reagan's like trying to play it off like, oh yeah, that was a low level spirit. And he's like, yeah, it was a super low level spirit. <laughs> um, or just like some sort of explosion and we see 22%. Uh, we get over to Mob's house where we meet his family. Uh, full nuclear family of parents and brother. <laughs> he's he's trying to eat some uh, either an omelet or omelet rice. Something to that effect. And he bends a spoon trying to eat. Just because you guys think? I don't know. Well, his power is so powerful that he can't control it sometimes. Hmm. That was my guess. No, it's just one of those. It's. I just think it's a humor thing. Yeah, I, I think, think it's it just means a gag. Anything. Yeah, it's just a gag. I mean, at the worst, at worst, it introduces us to his family, right? His mom's like, if you don't stop doing that. Yeah. yeah. And dad was like, listen to your mom. No, he, the dad's like, ah, it's fine. Leave him alone. Well, doesn't he swap over to the other, like his the mom's side, though, eventually at the end? Or no, that was the brother. Yeah. Yeah, because the brother was like, I'll fix it, and like, I'm a good guy, brother, and then mom said something else and goes, well, but if she's against you, then I'm out. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah, she's like, the next one's coming out of your allowance, the next spoon, and he's like, nothing I can do about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what we two said. Uh, we get introduced to Subomi, Mob's crush, and her vegetable head friends. Uh, just one quick thing before, did we get this, this, the name of the school right before that? Yeah, we do. Yeah. They're living seasoning city. Yeah, going to salt, salt school. Middle. Salt middle school. So good. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, we get a quick montage of Mob being terrible at school. Like you said, he can't do arithmetic. He can't run for shit. Uh, we get a quick tick of 25%. Uh, we go over to our second job at the famous haunted tunnel. Uh, we, we get a bunch of shit about it. Like, oh, it's a tunnel that people get lost in. You know, ghost story stuff. So Mob is watching a bunch of fucking ants as Reagan goes in, being all confident. Reagan comes running back out like, what the hell are you doing? He's like, I thought you had it. <laughs> I thought you had it. Um, they go in. Uh, Mob talks about how there's a bunch of spirits and they're surrounding him and he just starts zapping them. <laughs> Reagan smugly walks off before bumping into a big blue spirit man. Oh, no, no, no. He walks and then he starts like um, power walking. <laughs> he actually is scaled and then he hits the big guy. Yeah. <laughs> we learn about uh, his. They were in. He was in a biker gang that crashed in here because the front guy slipped on a banana peel and took everyone out. Yep. Mario Kart rules. Uh-huh. <laughs> he does his special attack on Reagan, but Mob shields it. And Reagan counters with his special attack of salt punch. <laughs> Wait, that didn't hurt. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's called banishing salt punch. That's what it's called. That's the secret move it's called. And his attack was ineffective. Also, uh, what was funny was Reagan thought it was a heel wrestler. And he's like, no, I'm a ghost. And he's like, oh, you try to disguise yourself as a wrestler. Yeah. <laughs> so ghost dumb. He's just like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? Yeah, dude. Um, mob comes in. And just zaps him down to be a little tiny baby ghost. <laughs> at where he confesses that, like, oh, no, there's a bigger guy further in. We're being forced to do this. Go, You have to get the big bad one. So Mob goes further in, runs into the big bad spirit. Uh, a common spirit that always shows up in Japanese uh, media. Mm-hmm. I've seen this spirit so many times. Yeah, or type, or something that looks similar. Yeah. Um, there's what I think one of the coolest effects in the show so far when he blows this dude up. Um, 
He blows it up. <laughs> he starts to leave. He's like, ah, you know, that guy wasn't very powerful. <laughs> and that's why I left it to you, Mob. Yep, that's why I left it to you. M- Mob sees a picture and gives it to gives it to the ghost. The yeah, he ghost. gives him the biker photo. Yeah. And that helps them all pass. Yep, they pass along. It's so cute. Thanks, Mob. And then we get the the episode ends there with the ending is refrained by all off. <sighs> Anything else on episode one? No. What do you guys think of the first episode? Like the introduction of Mob Psycho? Um, I thought it was all right. Yeah, I mean, coming off of One Punch Man, I was like, yeah, I've seen this before. <laughs> yeah, I think One Punch Man. I think the first episode of One Punch Man is actually pretty good. I, I actually like this one a lot, but... um. Mob Psycho, it takes a while for it to get going, but yeah. But, you know, it's the same idea of like, oh, there's a super power, the unassuming guy who's actually super powerful and just one-shots everybody, and everyone else just buffoons around. I was actually going to ask you guys if this is any at all related to One Punch Man, because I've heard, I've never watched One Punch Man, but I've heard a lot, you know, not a lot, but I've heard enough about it to know what the premise is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's very satirical, and I was kind of getting the same vibe from this a little bit, like a lot of, it's not a lot of fourth wall breaking, but I felt a couple of instances where I was like, okay, they're trying to be edgy, but not like in your face. It's still anime, anime edgy. Is that a thing? Uh... Depends what you mean, because this show is not trying to be edgy. Uh, not like fully coolly edgy, but like... I don't know what you mean by edgy. Do you mean uh, like the Joker know. edgy? No, no, not like broody edgy, not like that. Just like more fourth wall, more more satirical. Okay, yes, I think I think Mob Psycho is maybe not trying to be satire, but... It's, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's like it rides, it's like, that's what I mean by edgy. Like it's right on that edge. Like It's probably more of, of like a deconstruction of tropes and like a, a like a subversion of tropes. Mm-hmm. That it's kind also of very thing. self-aware, it seems. Yeah, because kind of it's the same thing with One Punch Man. It's the same creator. Yeah, one does this. So he's yeah, he's basically like that. Yeah, that's kind of what I was getting at. The whole like, I, I feel like, dude, I, when you guys were explaining, it's the same guy. I was like, that makes so yeah. much sense. Based we on actually see a fair amount of it in this next episode, actually, where where he takes things like, oh, we've seen this in anime, and then he flips it or plays with it in a way. Um, that anime typically don't doesn't or or makes it stuff like way over dramatic in a way that is typically applied to other anime situations, but here it's like mundane as hell. Mm-hmm. That's my thoughts. Episode two breaks it really hard. I, those are like, wait, it's I won't. It's not called a switch up. It's like um, subversion. Yeah, it's subversion. What usually happens in anime, but yeah. if you look at Reagan's phone, if you look at his like wallpaper, it actually has One Punch Man on it. Like it's like the Upa. Oh yeah, there's one branding all yeah. over the place in this show. Episode two: Doubts about youth. The telepathy club appears. Which actually, that is in itself a joke on uh, anime naming conventions. There's always like a something something appears. Uh, we get a narration about adolescence and puberty, which we just talked about fully coolly. I feel like we can blow past that. Yeah. <laughs> Reagan has a new client that he's talking to about his porn curse, and he employs his probably most effective technique, his sorcery crush. Yep, sorcery crush. Uh, yeah, it actually works, and it's just him doing a big massage. And <laughs> when a uh, mob tries to charge, he's like, "Don't call it a massage." 
Yep. <laughs> There'd be one massage. That's uh. Uh, they're they're talking over some uh, takoyaki. Miss, do you know what takoyaki is, Anthony? Mm, no, not specifically. Basically, fried octopus balls. Yeah, the octopus balls. Not not like testicles, but like <laughs> balls of octopus. <laughs> Reagan spits it out because it's too hot, and Mob ESPs it, and he's just floating it around. He's wondering if there's not more he should be doing because you know everyone else is doing stuff, but he's just doing nothing. And Ray, he's just part of the going home club, which is a real thing that pops up in a lot of stuff. Because um, clubs and like after school activities are way more important to Japanese schools, especially since they have to apply to high schools. It's important that you do that shit in middle school. Yep. So they make fun of people that don't do any of this stuff by saying they're part of the go home club. I get the joke now. <laughs> we see the telepathy club. Uh, they have lost a member, and the student council uh, vice president shows up, real intimidating, to let them know that he's going to disband it if they don't get a new member by the end of the day on Friday. Oh, um, something we had to discuss. I think this is the first time we've been on a anime about school, hasn't it? Uh, y- yeah, yeah. Uh, something big that shows up in all Japanese animation stuff like that student council is basically the fucking law in school like Mm -hmm. they have more power than teachers even though teachers have like the most power but they basically they're they're the law in the school so like the fact that the vice the vice um president is like a big deal the fact that he shows up and that's and they're usually portrayed as like really tough and intimidating or really fucking cool yeah like every jrpg president yeah. You can play their the student council president is the coolest goddamn person in the whole school. They're like the most <laughs> popular, most attractive, smartest, best person okay. in existence. Right, well, this is America. <laughs> usually the uh no, I only say that because usually it's the it's almost the exact opposite. It's usually like the quiet, nerdy uh, that, that was my experience. Uh the student council was the popular kids here for me. But I mean it was all like a lot of overlap. Yeah, over here um, was uh, student council was like with um, all the jocks too, like jocks yeah. for president and stuff like that. So yeah, pretty much. We get a montage of them trying to recruit new members, and they just kept getting told it's creepy. So no. Eventually, oh, they, they they come to the realization that there's mob. He just goes home and doesn't do anything. He's an all around bum. Yep. Yeah, I heard the word bum thrown in there. <laughs> And they try to recruit him. Uh, he's on the phone with Reagan, being like, I guess I'll join this club. I don't know. And he tries to talk him out of it. Eventually, Tomei takes the phone from him, and her and Reagan go into a screaming match. <laughs> yeah, go into a screaming match. Uh, big, big, Reagan's like, This sounds fishy. Like, there's no reason for Mob yeah, to show up. like, You're this a fucking fraud. Yeah, and and Reagan's like, yeah, mom's not good in sports. Like, I don't understand why you want this kid. We're not a sports club. Yeah, exactly. I enjoyed that clash. Yep. <laughs> uh, eventually, she gives the phone back and goes and does fake crying. Yep. Which is really funny when you get the other perspective of it. Yeah, when she's like doing this and and mom's like, yes, he's like fake crying. Reagan's like, it's crocodile tears. Yeah. He tells him to see through it all. It's just a goof off club. 
<laughs> as it shows us shots of it obviously being a goof off club with all their snacks and Game Boys. Yep, the fucking telepathy club. Yeah, and they're, they, <laughs> he basically leaves it with, eh, I don't really want to join. I don't know. I'll think about it. <laughs> uh, Reagan and Mob take on another job to get into an all-girls school to exercise a spirit there. Uh, does not go so well for Reagan, anyway. <laughs> I just love it. It's like, he looks down at his legs, it's all hairy, and he's trying to pass him off as a girl. But the guards are like, oh, yeah. Hey, no, it's fine, it's fine. We got this man away from you. You can go to school now. And Mob just joins the school. Yeah, we tick up to 35% and Mob gets in. Yep. Uh, he goes up to the roof and gets picked on by some thugs. Um, the real clients are up on the roof. And they come down and be like, this guy seems like a loser. He sucks. Yep. <laughs> well, I, can we take trust him to get rid of our ghost? Uh, meanwhile, Mob is just looking around for the spirit before he eventually traps it inside the gym. Uh, we go in and we meet our scent ghoul, who's just a weird pervert. He <laughs> <laughs> was just a weird pervert. Yeah. Uh, he tries to punch Mob. His arm explodes. Bob is super fucking strong, isn't he? Uh-huh. Uh, he, he, the spirit tries to take a hostage, but Mob just blows him up real quick. Starts getting praised by all the girls about how cool he is. Although I think they still think he's a girl. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, I, I think when the girl looks at Mob and she's like, ooh, I'm attracted to that girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the mom doesn't even like he doesn't even look like a girl. It's so funny. <laughs> he, he only has pigtails on. That's the yeah, only but he, difference. He's very small. He's very yeah. petite. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the spirit before he fades off is like, You're the same as me. You're a nervous loser. Yep. And you, you have not yeah, like how done it. Gonna, like, that's some hard manipulation episode two. Fucking yeah. Bob Psycho. What do you mean? Like, I mean, you're going through a lot of shit as an adolescent kid, right? And to hear something say like that and then like it can be slightly relatable but not quite the same, you know? Mm-hmm. That's going to fuck with you a little bit. Especially someone who like doesn't talk, probably thinks a lot more than speaks. I feel like that's going to weigh on him a little bit. And he's like, yeah, I have, I didn't do anything with my life. Like, this was like my, I, I love being dead so I can look at perfect girls. And Mom's like, huh, I should take advice from this ghost. I should really live out my life. Yeah, he's taking take advice from a pervy ghost. Although, can we talk about the worst part about the pervy ghost? What? His title is Scent Ghoul. Yeah? This man ain't just looking. Oh, okay. Yeah, we know that one. I just want to make it clear that we're all on the same page. <laughs> he's smelling, too. There's a reason why he was at the basketball well, yeah, club. Didn't, uh, uh, did you get... Uh, I may have missed it, but you guys... He definitely, like, when he, they were fighting, right? We're past that, right? Sorry. Yeah, he was like, you smell nice. Yeah, yeah, okay. I was making sure. Yeah, he's like, you smell, or I'm going to pick this one, plus you smell nice. <laughs> like, it was fucking weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, We come back to the telepathy club, and the vice president is grilling Mob about why he would ever want to join this club. Yeah, I, I love his questions. I didn't write them down, but he's like, He's like, you do go to school here, right? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, are oh, you being manipulated? He's like, no. Manipulated, yeah. <laughs> Have you ever done a club? No. <laughs> <laughs> then basically drops. I'm like, hey, man, what do you want to do? And we flash back to him 
uh, using his psychic powers to amuse Subomi, who <laughs> gets bored of him pretty quickly. Yeah, that was fast. I mean, all he's doing is making shit float. Yeah. Get a personality, man. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense because Mob, yeah, Mob does have a personality. But still, it's fucking dope. It is, but after you see it like 400 times, it's like, okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, but, which is what I like about the show is like, people know that Mob is a psychic. It's just like, hey, whatever, dude. Oh, that, that that's good for you. <laughs> um, And then the the vice president brings in the people that are going to take over the club room when this one disbands the body improvement club hell yeah can we talk about the best people ever the body yeah, improvement pe- club these guys at are the real. moment at the moment they're not the best people ever but they are very shortly the best people ever <laughs> uh <laughs> he ticks up to 40% when he of course joins the telepathy club Oh, I'm sorry. No, he joins the uh, Body Improvement Club. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. This is a twist. Usually, the main character helps out the club that's struggling, but in this one, Mob chooses the Body Improvement Club. Yeah. That was so fucking funny. Oh, my. It was so good. This twist was so fantastic. (laughs) I love that they're all like, hell yeah, man. Welcome to the club. Not like, look at this shrimp. Yeah, they were instantly like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, what did you guys think? Because I bet you guys were thinking that he was going to join the telepathy club. I mean, uh, yeah, because that's what actually. But I, I wasn't putting a whole lot of thought to it. But like, yeah, yeah, yeah that makes sense. Yeah. Um. So we go to episode three: an invite to a meeting. Simply put, I just want to be popular. We open on Mob collapsing, trying to do his body improvement club. <laughs> at he's least like he's this. trying though oh no dude yeah dude he, he tries he tries uh, we cut back to the club room uh tomei is getting absolutely destroyed and go in a way that i did not know was possible <laughs> and he's mad at mob because he's like why would you choose the body improvement club like yeah one same person would choose that over the telepathy club and then the other guy's like, ah, we still get to hang out, though. It's cool of us, cool of them to let us use the room. Yeah. Uh, Mob comes back, demonstrates his psychic powers before dropping one of the things into his hand, the dumbbell into his hand, and immediately his arm crushes to the floor. <laughs> uh, we get maybe it's so, so quick, but one of my favorite gags so far, I don't know why I loved it. It just hit me right, is when he's doing his psychic powers and Tomei's face briefly turns into a light bulb at that sound she makes. Oh, really? Yeah, it was great. She strikes a pose and goes on to talk about how she wanted to start the telepathy club because she wants to talk to aliens. <laughs> uh, and Mob's like, sorry, can't. I have weightlifting to do. <laughs> we cut to Mob walking home and the weird smile mask lady approaches him and is <laughs> trying to act like a psychic and guesses wrong about 14 times. God, that was so good. <laughs> I love that. It was so good. Before eventually being like, it's about love. And he's like, how'd you know? And then she tries to convince Mob. Yeah. She brings him to the religious organization, uh, LOL. Well, she she tries to convince Mob. And uh, what what gets Mob is like, oh, you become really popular. And Mob's like, let's go. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Honestly, I'm going to say this now. Mob, let go of Subomi. She sucks. She ain't. She's not cool. Call that now. Um, we get introduced to our laugh people cult. 
They just laugh a bunch. Uh, Mob is put on stage along with uh, one of his classmates and uh, some random old dude. And we get introduced to Dimple. And he makes the crowd do a bunch of weird laughing shit. Yep. That's his call. He's just laughing everything away. Uh huh. <laughs> they put the smile masks, or they put it on the old guy, or they start to put it on everyone. Uh, and then Mazato comes out as the reporter, and she's going to report on this for the school newspaper. Uh, they take the mask off the first guy, and he is laughing. Uh, Mazato and Dimple argue back and forth for a bit, um, mostly about how it's like, <laughs> just kind of like, she's like, this is fucking weird and bullshit. And he's like, it's good, watch. She tr- she at least internally is trying to fight it, but ends up succumbing to the laughter curse. Yep. And then <laughs> Mob's like, hey, are we done? I'm not really into this. I don't like your whole theme that you got going on here. Um, obviously, it didn't work. So he tries to leave. And Dimple's like, wait. Challenge you to staring contest. We'll make you laugh. <laughs> he tips up to 58%. And it's like, why did... Why would Bob accept this? He loves milk. Yep. Because <laughs> they drink milk. milk. Yeah. They do a spit take test or whatever it is, and it's milk with the spit, with the spit take. Yeah. That it goes through two of them. He just wins immediately. And the third one, he's like, I'm here now. I'm the big badass. Let's go. He wins immediately. <laughs> yeah. The, the fact that Dimple's he plan. wins immediately. <laughs> the fact that Dimple's plan is a spit take thing. And the whole, the whole, Thing for this court is everybody laughing so of course his lieutenants are gonna lose yeah and he <laughs> like, even has that realization yeah he's like why would I do this um but then he's gonna Dimple is gonna face off with him but he did something to his milk to make it gross and make him spit it out oh god the, the animation of this is really like great looking yeah I mean, it looks like mob is foaming from the mouth and from the eyes and stuff like that mm, because the milk yeah, is yeah. yeah so good the whole time this episode was happening and the next episode, I'm looking at this dude thinking, this is solid snake. <laughs> Dimple? I mean, I don't know what solid snake's Japanese voice is, but in my mind, it has to be as good as David Hayter's. So, oh my God, okay. Uh, uh, Mob, kind of not pleased with being cheated out of his milk contest, uh, dispels Dimple's laughter curse to which dimple reapplies and then he starts to get aggressive and is like hey everyone we're gonna free his laughter he tells him to get a clue uh get a flashback to him being bored while everyone all the other kids are having fun at the playground and subomi tells him to get a clue yeah wow this is so messed up when you think about it maybe you should get a clue dude maybe i see where you're coming from he um he he is chasing this girl who got real like does she even know he exists like I mean kind of, obviously to well she did she used to yeah I'm not gonna say anything but it's a thing but yeah uh he ticks up to seventy four percent but but Dimple goes for a big attack that doesn't do anything because of course not uh, then he starts to talk about Mob's lack of emotion. Which I do think it's kind of interesting. I'll, I'll give it this so far that it's using like all these shitty spirits of like really shitty people to kind of make him 
have epiphanies and realize stuff rather than like being inspired by good people. Yeah. I mean, Reagan is um his mentor, though, is something you have to remember. Yeah. And Reagan's also a piece of shit. Dude, he has a, a couple moments. <laughs> he has a couple like, moments, but mostly he he's like a piece of counselor shit. mode. He's, you know, he's not the worst thing. He's ex- he is exploiting a, a middle schooler. Yeah. Should he even be working at this point? Probably not, no. Yeah. Who, mob? Yeah. Actually, I think a lot of Japanese schools have, like, rules about you having part-time jobs. Because it'll interfere with your studies and stuff. Oh. I think that's true, because um, in one of my favorite animes, uh, Yu Hakusho, they had a uh, arc about this. One of Kurobawa's friends was working part-time, and he has to get, like, a note from the school in order to work part-time to help his family. And so they all had to get really good test scores, so they wouldn't... Um, so the school wouldn't um, take the the kid out of work. You Hawks so watch it. I think I second that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, throughout this whole emotion speech, he ticks up to 88 and then 92 pretty quickly. Dimple realizes, oh shit, this dude's got powers. And we get revealed that Dimple is actually an evil spirit wearing the skin suit. I love the skin suit. <laughs> yeah. Is this guy like a um, parody of like a guy in Japan or something like that? Because I've seen like this guy's face before. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't know. I was wondering too. I was wondering if this guy was like a actual guy. Like I didn't know if he had like a coat or something or I'm, I just know his face. If you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Now that you say it, I kind of I, like maybe not his specific face, but like very smiley. The the dimples. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And probably running a cult, yeah. That that seems like a common thing that I've probably seen before, but I don't know like what the basis for it is. Uh, he piles all the cultists on top of him. We get the get a clue flashback again. Um, Mob, and he, Mob realizes that like, oh, well, if you if you do what's called if you do this to me, like if you if people don't follow your cult, you will try to kill them. So mm-hmm. he gets mad. But also, he, he yeah, goes on his whole thing of, oh, I, I was so powerful when I was so little that I had to try and suppress my power, and that resulted in me suppressing my emotions. Yep. And that's what we learned what the ticking is. It's an emotion ticker. Um, tell me if this is, if you think it's too big of a spoiler, either way, don't answer. Um, I want to know if it's like different emotions take over, or is it like always rage, or is it just like general emotion? Yeah, uh, you will figure out your answer next week. Okay, <laughs> fine. You said don't answer it, so I'm not going to answer it. No, I said if you thought it was too big of a spoiler. Uh, I mean, you kind of know about it now, but like, it's a thing. Okay, I I think it. I hope it's not always rage. I think it's going to be way more interesting if it's like different stuff happens depending on which emotion is being like pushed out. Yeah, yeah. It's, something you have to remember though is the fact that the that mob is. The mob is like how it is, is because he has to suppress his powers. If he yeah. doesn't suppress his powers, it gets bad. Yeah, they they gave a quick like exp- or I think he kind of honestly foreshadowed that, and I think I picked up on that. Is like someone said something about that where he he has to literally do that where he's only suppressed his powers because or he doesn't have emotion because he has suppressed his powers, so he suppresses kind of everything to keep it inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And that that's just a you know. What, what what do you guys think of like think of that like? I know there's some media that's just like that, but, like, that's, like, to have all this psychic power and, like, you can't, like, the way you control it is that you had to suppress your emotions because, I mean, that's really, like, fucked up when you think about it like that. 
And he's a fucking teenage kid, so he's like has to deal with all the emotions from being a teenager too. Hmm. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna see. I'm, I think I'm gonna have to see like how they try and play with it. If if they literally just say, "Oh, he had to suppress his emotions or his power, so it suppresses emotions," and like that's it, then that's that's kind of nothing. But but if they play with that idea more as the series go, series goes, I think it could be really interesting. But yeah, he goes over a hundred percent. I mean, he goes a hundred percent, and it's mm-hmm. rage, which is he's mad. Is basically what that means. And yeah, he's, it destroys Dimple. <laughs> his, he he gets a new art style. His hair's all spiked up. He goes Super Saiyan, basically. Yeah, so cool. Hey, I was getting mad Yu-Gi-Oh vibes. Fuck off. What do you mean? Yeah, dude, Yu-Gi-Oh you're vibes? so bad. What is wrong with you, dude? Dragon Ball Z, the dark fa- or the Pharaoh? Yeah, he gets taller. His hair stays the same, doesn't it? I thought I was getting some Yu-Gi-Oh vibes. Eat, eat shit. <laughs> <laughs> Dimple attacks. Uh, it does nothing. His limbs get <laughs> melted. <laughs> He's like, oh, I guess I'll have to use my full power. Same thing happens. <laughs> he shoots a big beam and has an arm blade, and both of those are completely ineffective. Yep. Uh, mob touches Dimple's head and pops him. Yeah, with uh, what's it called? With like the two finger thing, yeah. which is a big popular thing in anime. I haven't really seen it, but the, a, lot, a lot of people did the two-finger thing. Goku does it in instant transmission. Itachi does it to Sasuke. It shows up a bunch of times. Yeah. Uh, we leave our cults, and he's talking to Reagan about how much of a bummer he is and how he ruined everyone's good time. Yeah, Mom is sad about this, like the fact that he fucked up everybody's time. Yeah, like, yeah, they were just laughing. Yeah, and Reagan's like, well, didn't you, like, the guy was hypnotizing everybody to laugh. Like, that's not, like... People have to think on their own. And it's like it. It didn't affect you because of you know who you are and your whole deal. You you did something. Only you could have saved the mob. So there you go, Anthony. There's your Reagan moment of him not being a piece of shit. Yeah, it happens <laughs> occasionally. <laughs> Is Reagan your favorite character, Anthony? Is that what you're telling me? Oh no, I don't really have one yet. Okay. Yeah, I do. Like after that, we see the the ticker comes up and it stays at zero. Yeah, but that was a nice touch. Uh, we get to the next morning. Little Dimple shows up in uh, Mob's bedroom, and then he <laughs> ticks up to twenty percent. Yep, he's mad that Dimple shows up. <laughs> oh, surprise! It's one of those things. <laughs> his emotion went went off again. So twenty. Yeah. Anything else on episode three? All right, let's just jump straight in episode four then. Idiots only event. Kin. We open on a couple of ru- the two middle schools, Salt School, and I forget the name of the other one. Black Vinegar. Uh, Black Vinegar. Yep, yep. Black Vinegar. Okay. So good. I I love these names. I love these that the names of these things. Uh, they're they're having their boncho fight, and then the evil kid Teru shows up and destroys everybody. I'm just saying, I love the fucking pants, the, the school whales. I they're not plaid, they're squirrels or something like that. But I fucking love them. Go on. We go back over to Mob, and he's slamming Dimple on the floor because he thought it might be a dream. <laughs> Before that, though, doesn't Teru says like I'm the main character of this story, or I'm the main oh, character of this story? That's the end of this episode. I th- oh, maybe no, you might be right. You might be right. Yeah, he says that, and then Mob beats down Dimple <laughs> because it was a dream. You're he right. thought it might be a dream. Yeah, <laughs> was like you're supposed to pitch yourself. What the hell? Uh, Dimple goes on his uh, speech about how. Hey, Everyone has a dream of something they want to do. Idols or athletes or become famous or whatever. I want to become a god. 
So uh, we should team up. Jesus Christ, Dimples. <laughs> and, D- and Dimples like, I won't do anything bad. And Mom's like, okay. Uh, we do get a little bit of internal where he's like, I'm going to possess him at some point once I've gained his trust. And then I'll become a god. My man did got the powers, though. Mm. We get a little bit of Dimple studying Mob, figuring out what makes this dude tick. What he's good at, what he sucks at, which is everything. Except Psychic Palace. Yeah. Uh, we get a quick scene between Mizato and Ritsu. Um, she's like, hey, man, I got something to tell you about your brother. We should get together and talk about him. Um, we check in on Reagan, see what he's doing. He's doing his graphic exorcism. <laughs> he's erasing a ghost from a photo. He's like, ah, crap, I accidentally erased the eyebrow. God, that was, uh, that also, that's one of his special powers, too. Yeah, of course. I mean, he got rid of the ghost, didn't he? Yes, he did. <laughs> the Photoshop is so dumb. Uh, Mob comes in and Dimple's like, uh-huh, I can tell this guy's a fraud. This will be my opportunity. Yep. He's like, Dimple's like, oh, this guy has no power. And then Reagan's like, ah, oh, he's too weak for me to see. <laughs> and Reagan's like, yeah, you can keep it. It's like a ladybug on your, on your shoulder. Like, yeah. what does it matter? Um, they talk about Mob's powers for a little bit, um, where, where he talks about, like, how his hidden charisma created, oh, no, no, sorry, that, that's a different, uh, conversation. Or, no, it, is this, do they talk about Mob's powers, or is it all, uh, Mizato and Ritsu? Uh, I think it's Mizato and Ritsu. Okay, so yeah, we, we go over to them talking about Mob's powers, kind of intercut with the poster, with <laughs> a drawing of Mob that he does not think looks like him. <laughs> um, looking for God, basically. And did you guys see what the club is called? No. Oh, I forgot what it is. it's like. The helmet. It's like the helmet uh, club or something like that. But like, it's weird because um, oh, what's his name? We choose um, what's got super protective of his brother, and yeah, we I mean, choose like the younger brother. Like Mob is the older brother in the in the relationship. I just think that's really cool. It's weird because that's like a very common dynamic um i see in japanese stuff it's and i see it played both ways where like the younger sibling is like really protective and like the the for lack of a better word like the better one yeah and and it's i mean again go back to k-on like ui's got her shit together (laughs) yui very much does not Uh, but 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 it's played like really nice and like a good relationship and everyone's happy with it but then you look at fully coolie and the bigger brother is super popular and stuff like that. And the younger brother is... No, no, no. Well, I, well I mean, in terms yeah, of the younger sibling yeah. being more competent. Yeah, I see it yeah. played both ways where there's other stuff where the younger sibling being like more competent and successful is then like, well, the big brothers a, or the older siblings is a stupid piece of shit and they suck and they're worthless. Yeah. So it, uh, it's it's a really common dynamic where the... I, I've noticed anyway where the younger sibling takes on the role of the older sibling, as it were. And I, I honestly don't know how this one's going to end up playing out, but... The religion is called uh, the Psycho-Helmet Religion. <laughs> Great. Yep. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that, to that point, Mazato um, is trying to get some information about Mob out of Ritsu. And talks to him as saying, like, yeah, but, I mean, he had his whole, he has a hidden charisma that created a religion. But Ritsu doesn't want to talk about him. And I, so I got a question about that. <clears throat> yeah. 
So I may have missed something in that kind of whole scene where he was like, they were fighting. Was she not? So the people who were like laughing and stuff, they, 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 they still know what happened. Seems like it. Okay. Cause she knew kind of what had happened, but like she was still under the spell or whatever. Spell's yeah. a bad term, but yeah. I think she's the one that knows what happens, but I think everybody else was in a daze. Well, they made posters to find him. Yeah. So I think they have enough. Yeah, they have, like I said, a daze. They don't like... Yeah, maybe. And that's the way I look at it, but yeah. But uh, I I definitely got like a big vibe here that uh, Ritsu was super jealous of the powers, which is pretty much confirmed pretty quickly, I think. If not, like, the exact next scene. Yeah, because Ritsu goes into his whole monologue about his brother, White. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, uh, you, it became ordinary for me that you were doing psychic powers, and I just figured eventually I would get him, too. And then he's trying to bend a spoon, and he's like, I can't bend a spoon. Yeah. He, he's like, people aren't, ordin- like, people aren't born equal, is yeah. what he says. And, yeah, it's just the fact that Ritsu, Ritsu grew up knowing that his, uh, Knowing that his brother could do psychic powers, and he wants them really bad too. Because, because the way he grew up is like, oh, this is common. But then he didn't realize it was common for people not to have psychic powers. Mm. When you think about it, it's really like an interesting thing. You know what I mean? You grew up knowing about something, and someone like basically tells you, yeah, that's not common, dude. Like that doesn't happen all the time. Yeah. And then uh, we see them walking together, and mob goes on his whole thing about like powers are pointless man i wish i had muscles and wisdom and <laughs> all that bullshit again <laughs> filling out his character tree uh, and says he envies ritsu so they they wish they were each other effectively yeah basically uh ritsu asked mom is like how come you don't use psychic powers more and he's like there's no opportunity to do my psychic power with the way you have to think about it though mob doesn't like think of his psychic powers as a special thing that's something you have to remember. He doesn't like, he's like, oh, it's just something I have. It's like, oh, this person can run fast. I want that instead of having my psychic power. I want to be able to run fast. Yeah, he'd rather be normal. Not not even normal. He wants to be able to do something that's, uh, what's it called? That's diff, not diff, but he, he wants to be able to be good at something that matters to him. Everybody else, like, the thing is, you have to remember, though, everybody that he grew up with knows that he has psychic power, so it's not, like, a big deal. Yeah. So, of course, he's not popular. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like... It's like, oh, yeah, of course that kid has psychic powers. But what else does he do? Yeah, what else does he do? He can't climb a fucking tree. This guy's not good in math. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like... Oh, he can float up to the tree and erase the math problem. You know, we, we got <laughs> he's got options. Yeah, but at the end of the day, he's still just doing psychic powers. Listen, as long as they explore the dynamic, I'm down. <laughs> or not the dynamic, but as long as they explore that plotline, I'm I'm in. I think that's a deep plotline. <laughs> as long as yeah, I'm just making sure. Like, um, which I I don't know if I wrote it down, but I think Dimple at some point like even comments on. He's like, dude, imagine what the world would be if someone that wasn't him had his power. Exactly. Yeah. Um, we come back to the punks. They're trying to re- re- recruit the body improvement club <laughs> and to, for their big fight. And that being the bros, they are like, nah, say no to violence. Dude, we never so use our fucking, bodies for something so, so petty. Awesome. Oh, I got mad respect for these motherfuckers so much. Everybody loves the body improvement club when they when they see these people. Hey, Ellie, you're on my notebook. Get up. <laughs> we come over to the punks 
trying to make some plans. Tenga is using terms that he doesn't understand because he just learned them in class. <laughs> um, <laughs> didn't the Body Improvement Club say, like, also, um, what's it called? We're not doing, like, weight training. We're doing legs. Oh, yeah. yeah it's like, no, we're, we'll yeah. be busy doing squats this week. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> no, these motherfuckers, they don't do leg day. They do leg month. Whole new fucking level. These guys are legit. <laughs> so good. I love the fact that Mob has these people. You know what I'm saying? Like, and also, like, I'm going to go ahead and talk about this now. I wrote it down later, but, like, this fucking 13-year-old is 6'2", and he looks like he has a fucking IRA. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this man is, like... He is fucking like 30 going on 14. You know what I mean? That's what happens when you're the president of the Body Improvement Club. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Also, good note, uh, his name ends up being, I think, Gota Musashi, which we've talked about Musashi. That's just a name for badasses. Yeah, I, I love the bit about Tenga using terms that he just learned <laughs> in class and them calling him on it because he's using them extremely wrong. <laughs> and he's getting slower, like more pissed as like, he just what so he does pay attention to class <laughs> before he unleashes his demon rush and punches the guy a bunch of times. Anthony, you know what the reference of this is? He demon certainly rush? does not. not at all. It is Akuma from Street Fighter. That's his uh, like. Oh special. my gosh, I'm gonna fucking kill you! I said he no. Said he doesn't. It's not that dude. It's his JoJo ref. It's the orders. Oh, I thought you meant was Demon Rush a reference to? Because <laughs> Demon Rush is. I, I, am I the only one? Am I the only one in this fucking anime that knows anime? I thought you was a JoJo head too. My Demon bad. Rush is explicitly from Street Fighter. Yeah, but uh, do, does Akuma only hit them with the fucking fist? Mm, when he does Demon Rush, he might, actually. Oh my gosh, no he doesn't, you motherfucker. Don't you do this to me. It's a JoJo ref and everybody knows about it. He didn't order. He says order. He did order. Okay, it's a JoJo reference. Of course it is. The answer to the question remains the same. No. <laughs> <laughs> Mob opens his locker, his shoe locker, to find a love letter. Uh, very clearly from a girl. I mean, it states it that it's from a girl. So it couldn't not be. Uh, she does abhor him, but that probably means a door. Yep. Uh, so everything seems good here. <laughs> <laughs> everything seems good to you. Why would anybody write down, I'm a girl? <laughs> Don't worry, I put a heart too. I put a heart, yeah. Make it more believable. I hope there's more Tenga. Tenga Loki rules. Yeah, he's pretty good. I think we actually leave that scene with um, Dimple telling him, like, this is fake, dude. What are you doing? <laughs> Dimple knows. We see the challenge to the other school, and then we come back to Mob at the park. And he's like, eh, "I'm here just in case, you know. If it was a girl, I'd be rude to leave." Yeah, her. yeah, yeah. I think that's when he's talking to Dimple, right? Yeah, and his chest is blushing too. <sighs> you boys want to talk about relating to a character? <laughs> the Body Improvement Club gets a ransom, saying, "We've got Kagayama. If you want him, come get him." And the boys roll out. Hell yeah, they do. Enforce, <laughs> let's fucking go. They got a member. Uh, we see Mob tied up on a chair and surrounded by all the other school people. And then the Body Improvement Club arrives to save the day. Everyone comes out. There's a few. There's a bunch of people lying on the ground. Like, oh, look, what the hell are these big guys? And while they're shouting, Mob just kind of walks out casually. He's still tied up. I love the Body Improvement Club. They're like, I, we just want Mob. Like, I don't yeah. know what you guys want, but we just want Mob. <laughs> yeah, Mob walks over and then they're like, all right, we got it. Let's go. 
I love how like he just walked. He literally just like walked through the crowd, and then it was like, "Oh, there's mom," and then he just walks over to them, and he's like, "All right, we can leave now." Yeah. You but think then, you can leave? Yeah. The other school attacks, and they just get tossed all around by the big boys. Absolutely. <laughs> um, is this where Dempo talks about like mob mentality and stuff like that? Uh, I don't know if it is. I did not write it down. I forget what it is, but he said, um, oh, yeah, mom goes, I mean, Dempo goes into this whole thing about, like, how, like, people of the, like, the same group think, like, the same and stuff like that. It's, like, this whole thing that Dempo's talking about. But, like, the greatest thing is Dempo's, um, when, uh, Turbo comes in, which is the blonde-headed kid, and Dempo's like, oh, um, the people who care about the images, um, thugs in politics. Yep. Which I fucking love. That was such like a bone from Dimple's fantastic. Yep. Only care about their image. Um in the or once everyone has been dispatched, Teru arrives. <laughs> fucking Spike yep. Spiegel wannabe motherfucker. He gives some stupid fucking speech. Also, uh I we forgot to talk about this, but Kagayama actually does talk to the body movement club and he's like, um, I promise you guys I was not slacking. <laughs> <laughs> I that. Yeah, he, he says that to the body improvement club. Uh, but yeah, terror knocks everyone around. Uh, Tenga tries to demon rush him. It hits a force field. There's a big explosion, and oh no, this guy's a this guy has is a sidekick too. At Esper too. What? Who could have seen <laughs> this coming? <laughs> Uh, mob emerges from the explosion, undoes his ropes with his psychic powers. <laughs> he's like, and then he's like, "You're like me." Yeah, you should use your your powers on other people. And ticks up to forty five percent, and our episode ends. Anything else on episode four specifically? No, not particularly. No. Oh wait, yeah. Sorry, I do have one. Fuck Teru. <laughs> okay. Tighten your tie, you little shit. <laughs> Or loosen it. Pick one. Yeah, either lose it or tighten it. Um, yeah. So so far, it was a lot of setup. Uh, I thought it was okay. I feel like all of this should have taken about two episodes instead of four, because th- there was a lot of th- there was just a lot. I I think especially in like episodes two and three, that was just like, or maybe yeah, actually probably one and two mostly, but. That that was just like dialogue for the sake of dialogue that I didn't really feel like added anything for the show or was particularly interesting or entertaining. I yeah, I definitely have faith that it'll pick up once they're done with like all their setup because it's basically devoted an episode per introducing a new character. Yeah. Don't don't fucking like flame me. <laughs> uh don't love mob so far. I, I think that he is embodying a trope that is extremely difficult to pull off in a way that is interesting and so far I don't think they're doing it he's just kind of it's like oh look at this boring guy but yeah that's what it is it's look at this boring guy like I am I generally find him to be the least entertaining thing about the show so far okay oh something I forgot to mention though Uh, I don't know if it's episode 4 but uh, I forget when Reagan says this but he does say to mom never use your psychic powers against people like, like that's a big no-no. I think no-no. he said that in episode one. Yeah. Does he say that in episode one? Yeah. And, and at I, the I, end, I, of, he does reiterate it again. Yeah. Yeah, but at the end of episode four, Mob does say to Teru, "Don't use your powers against people." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just 
Gotta remember that. I think we called it out. No, we didn't. I no, I didn't call it out the like first time or the the wrap around, but yeah, yeah, yeah. And at the same time, like I see what the show is doing, but I also felt like multiple times, like, what are we doing? Like, where are we going? <laughs> it's an average life of mob. I don't know what you want from this. Yeah, it's I, I don't know. Like, it's a slice of life shonen. Come on. I mean, yeah, kinda. <laughs> but I, I have faith that it'll get better. But first four, I think, are okay. What about you, Anthony? I have faith too. Uh, I think I could have watched this uh, intently, scribbling down every single note, and also watched it while playing like chess on the side or some or any video game, and still came out these first few episodes with about the same amount of knowledge. Mm. I just I, I feel like the 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 information that I need to progress, you know, because it's shonen, right? Like it's it's not very engaging for me to have them kind of explain stuff. But the funny parts are funny. I will give them that. Like I, I have a lot of quotes that we kind of touched on already, so I didn't bring them back up again. But like I I, <laughs> I really enjoyed a lot of their dialogue and stuff. And I was gonna mention like when you mentioned dialogue for the sake of dialogue, I think that's almost necessary when you have someone this kind of as you said boring because you have to get entertained somehow and i think the easiest way is to write pretty funny dialogue especially when you don't want to introduce all of your story yet until you have the uh, the setup going right so i think that's almost mandatory is to have that kind of dialogue and uh i think i don't think i would have started this on my own but i think getting if i would have gotten to episode four or five i think i would continue watching it as long as the story I mean, you don't have to tell me right now, but as long as there's a story involved, if it's really slice of life shown, and uh, I'm okay. But if there's a story involved, I think I think I'd, I'd watch them. Well, Anthony, this is this anime is for you to introduce introduce all lives of anime, and slice of life is a big category in anime. Yeah, I doubt, but I I don't know if I like the the idea of of a slice of life shonen. <laughs> I don't think that'd be me. Or or you mean like a slice of life fight fights anime? Like shonen is typically typically denotive of like dudes punching each other, even though it, it can encompass a lot more. Um, I I would have to see what other stuff is like categorized as. Like I think I think K-On might be a shonen technically. No, it's a um. Oh my gosh, Maui? No, no, that that's not like a real genre though. No, it is. Moe, that's what it is. Yeah, but but I mean, in terms of like how they publish it and that categorization, that I don't think that's a real genre. Oh, I, yeah, I think Kion is actually Sonin. I think it's made by that. I think it's made by that publishing thing. If that's what you're asking for, uh, it might be. I but, don't know, but 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 I know there is definitely stuff that is like kind of under that purview and, and stuff that isn't just like strong dudes, punching dudes each other. shirtless <laughs> punching each other. Yeah. That is categorized as shonen. Um, so I, I just feel like it's an important distinction to make that using shonen typically means fights, even though it, it encompasses a broader thing. So so do you mean that you think you're not interested in slice of life, or do you mean you're not interested in something that is slice of life, but also the fights? Um, I don't think I, I would like something that's slice of life plus fights. I don't think I'd like the, hey, there's an overarching story behind all this, and then also this is what I ate for breakfast. Sure. Like, I, whatever. Like, <laughs> the only thing I'll say about that is uh, Steins Gate. Uh, the first eight were Slice of Life, right? Mm, yeah. And then the last much. was all story. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I mean, but like I said, if they would have like fought and then went back to like, you know. Yeah. Okay, um, show me you your mean. story. Show me your story. Yeah, totally. I understand what you mean now. 
Okay, um, you guys' favorite character so far? Uh, so far, I like Tomei, and I like her name is escaping me now. The journalist, oh, uh, Masato. Oh. No, M- Mizako. No, it's Ato. A A T O. Oh yeah, Mizato. You're right. I-, I do like most of the side characters, but the- those two are the standouts for me so far. You like Tanga? Yeah, I like Tanga. Um, originally, I wrote down what a waste of a pompadour, and then I was like, no, no, he's pretty cool. <laughs> and, uh, you like the pompadours. And uh, well, I have his name written down. I also like uh, Reagan a little bit. Okay. For the most part. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm not set on anyone yet. That could this could literally change every every four episodes. We'll see. Yeah, totally. I agree. Okay, I can't think of anything else. You guys want to throw out some theories? I know um, I got nothing on theories. theory of uh, Mob's love interest is uh, she's an awful person. Well, I when I say like you know she's an awful awful person, it, I more mean it from you know perspective. Like, bro, she she's not into you. Like, it, that's okay. Like, move the fuck on, man. It's a relationship that's more damning than her, her helpful. Yeah. Okay. Obsessing over someone's never a good thing. Well, I, here's the thing. I don't think Mob like Mob is obsessed with her, but it's not like bad obsession. Uh, you know the only th- oh yeah, yeah. Uh, no, well, it's not. It's only dictating his entire life. <laughs> At the moment, it is. I, don't, I mean, it's an adolescence obsession too. So yeah. hopefully, he comes out of it on top. Yeah. But I got one theory for you, Monkey. Got one hot take, sizzle, sizzle. Hot take, sizzle, sizzle. Um, is he actually does feel emotions? He's just suppressing them. They said it's not like he doesn't feel them. Oh. They said that Fuck. explicitly. <laughs> Remember the whole speech about his emotions? Well, I thought yeah. they were more along the lines that he just doesn't feel them. No, that's what Dimple was trying to say. And then he had like the internal monologue of explaining his powers. And like he suppressed his powers, which led to his emotions becoming suppressed. See, I'm right already, yep. bro. <laughs> Good job. You watched the episode. <laughs> Do you guys think there's a reason why Mob is suppressing his powers? Yes, I have a theory. It has to do something with that very beginning episode. Okay. Uh, what do you mean? <laughs> uh, you know, at the very beginning where they they were in like some fucking shadow realm. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um, I I I also think there's a reason, but I I don't think the reason is gonna wow me. Uh, probably not. Kind of tying back, I, I think by the end of the series he's gonna have a different love interest, or no love interest. Interesting. I could see it going either way. If he's still stuck on Subomi, fuck it. <laughs> I think you might read the manga after this. Uh, yeah, we'll see how I <laughs> end up feeling. Next time on My First Anime, will Anthony have a take that isn't explained in the episodes we just watched? Yeah, okay, so hear me out now. I think that the laugh guy, I think... Wait, that was already explained? Fuck. <laughs> will Monkey make it easier to outro him? What, what, what kind of thing is that, Owens? What do you... Okay. Will Chris finally get back into his intro groove? The fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Hello and back to... Welcome... Wait... Find out next time on My First Anime. Thanks again for listening to My First Anime. If you enjoy the show, tell your friends and leave a review. It really helps. I'm Chris Bailey, and you can find me on Twitter at Chris R. Bailey or hear me play pretend on the actualplay.network podcast. And finally, thanks to Slink for the use of 12 Speed as our intro and Winnie the Moog for the use of Speed Energy as our outro. You can come to my stream, STMonkey at Twitch. 
where the O is a zero in monkey, so make sure you guys remember that. I play single player games and multiplayer games, well, sometimes multiplayer games, Tuesdays and Fridays afternoons. You can also follow my Twitter at STMonkey, also O is a zero, and my Instagram. Uh, my Instagram is mostly containing dog photos of my dog. He's a poodle. And Situ. You can reach out and contact us on Twitter at MyFirstAnime or uh, email at MyFirstAnimePodcast at gmail.com. And if you feel so inclined, my personal Twitter and Instagram are both Sir Paperplate, where you will find only pictures of my cat. And once again, thanks for listening to My, my First, First Anime. Anime.